It honestly feels so weird to talk about my skincare and makeup regimen because I'm definitely not a beauty blogger. But today, I'm playing one on this podcast and on IGTV. More on that soon. Let's talk about skincare. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. My mama was telling me to wash my face decades before a popular self-help book told us to. I haven't always used the best products, but I always took care of my face before bed. It's just been the foundation of my nightly routine because I just don't like sleeping with makeup on and getting it all over my pillow because I'm just not about that life. Uh, I'm also convinced that you don't necessarily need good genes to have great skin. It just it kind of takes a bit of effort. So I'm going to share both how I clean my face each night and my 15 minute everyday makeup routine. But first, let's talk about why washing before bed is important. So sleeping with mascara on your lashes is really bad. Like it can get into your eyes and cause irritation and like infection. Nobody wants that. Also, I'm pretty sure that like when your face rubs against your pillow all night long, I'm pretty sure that it like takes length off of your lashes too when the mascara, dry mascara comes off. It's not science, just my own opinion and experience. Um, Also, keeping makeup on your face all the time doesn't allow the pores to breathe and that, you know, doesn't result in healthy skin. Also, makeup on your pillow is just not a good idea. So let's just all agree, washing your face every night is super important. Okay, I'm also going to preface by saying uh, everything I use is a drugstore product. Nothing I use is expensive, has to be ordered by a person, or requires a subscription. So I don't I don't advocate for anything specific, but just for me, these are the things that work and I like to stick with the things that work. I can't really justify spending $30 on a foundation or an eyeshadow palette because I just can't guarantee that my skin is going to like it and I have sensitive skin and that's really important to me to make sure that it's taken care of. And I know there's better stuff out there. I'm just not really willing to try it on my sensitive skin. So this skincare routine, this makeup routine, it can totally be done with any products that you already have and love because we're all adults and we all like have things that we love. And Alyssa and I were just getting ready in her bathroom the other day when I was last week when I was there and we were talking about how she's like, I don't understand how everybody has a different mascara that they love. Like, how are there so many mascaras that (laughs) that people like diehard mascaras? And I'm like, I get it. And we'll talk about this soon. But the mascara that I use, I have been using since I was in high school. And let me tell you, it's been a minute. (laughs) So I'm a night showerer, which makes washing my face before bed really easy. If I wore makeup that day, and when I say makeup, it's anything I put on my face. So whether or not I wear mascara, I will, if I'm going to go out or see people, I will at least do like foundation 
and blush and my brows. Um, if I decide to do mascara, that's fine. But any of the combination of putting anything on my face means that I have makeup on. So if I wore makeup that day, I start with the Neutrogena Oil-Free Acne Face Wash. This is in the shower. I use it to remove the eye makeup and foundation. Um, and it's really great for my skin because my skin tends to be a little bit oily as the day goes on. And while sometimes I get acne, basically, because I when I eat like crap, I get zits. But I don't like regularly fight adult acne. So the ingredients that are meant to help dry out acne works really well in combination with my skin and doesn't dry me out. So that's why I prefer the oil-free acne face wash. Um, you know, obviously use what you have. I'm not going to continue to say that, just saying that now. <laughs> so once it's all over my face, I usually I use a washcloth to scrub all the makeup off. Um, and I only use this washcloth on my face. I cannot say washcloth. Oh my gosh. It's like such a difficult word. I have a washcloth. <laughs> Seriously. I have a washcloth for my face and one for my body. And I do not mix the two. So this is my face washcloth. And I use it to scrub the makeup off. Makeup off my eyes. You know, the soap has done that. The The face wash has helped with that. But obviously the wash cloth <laughs> gets it really off. Also, I really focus on my blackheads that are tend to be on my nose and my chin. Um, so that gives me a clean face. Then I also use a Neutrogena Hydroblast exfoliating cleanser. Some people could use this as a like a regular face wash, but to me it's like a supplement in addition to washing my face. So it's a scrub wash and I use it like every other day, but I only use it on clean skin because it has like the little exfoliating beads, you know, and I don't really like getting that all up in my eyes to get the makeup off my eyes. But like the creamy cleanser that I use, it's totally fine to like get all up in my eyelashes and stuff. And then I just rinse it off. Um, so I use that and I really like scrub, like I said, around where my blackheads are. And it's usually like an every other day thing. And if I haven't been wearing makeup that day, I will only use one or the other depending kind of how clean my skin already feels. So if I need a little smoothing out, then I'll use the Hydro Boost and really focus on just kind of scrubbing away some of the, the not so smooth feels. And if I just want to kind of clean off the day, then I just use the Acne Face Wash. After my shower... I use an alcohol-free toner by Neutrogena and, you know, like a big cotton round and it's all over my face, even my neck. I go down my neck, like almost all the way to my collarbone. And then I also get behind my ears. Just, I mean, I, I do that in the shower, but because I don't wash my hair every day, I don't always get like the shampoo back that far around like the back of my ears. Like one of those things where your mom's like, clean behind your ears. <laughs> like, I do. But I use the toner for that too. I, I don't know why. It just feels like I should. <laughs> and then I follow that up with a healthy slathering of Olay moisturizer. And I feel like Midge in that episode of Mrs. Maisel where you see her nighttime routine and the cream is like lathered all over her face and she just lays there in bed. Like it is not that bad, but kind of like I really put it on and um, you know, just 
let it kind of soak in. And then obviously, you know, I'm, I'm rubbing it around and I don't like let it sit there, but I just, I use a lot. Uh, and then I put on chapstick and that is it. So there's nothing fancy, like no masks, no sprays, just toner and moisturizer, but every night. Hey babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine is available and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohipco.com shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to blurb books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself and they'll print and ship it directly to you. Retrohip Magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com shop. So let's fast forward to a day that I need to put on makeup. So I've slept, my skin is fresh, and uh, I have to see people, so I'm going to put some makeup on. I actually really love makeup days now that I work from home because it's kind of fun to put makeup on. Like I always enjoy how I look with makeup, but now it's like without that Monday through Friday obligation. Uh, so it's all, it's really good. Also, not wearing mascara every day has made them healthier. I'm certain of it. Um, but my makeup routine is super simple. So I hope you get something out of this. I've been putting makeup on my face for, well, I'm gonna be 40 at the end of this year. And my mom started letting me wear makeup hesitantly. Hesitantly? Is that a word? She hesitated to let me wear makeup when I was 12 or 13. And she sold Mary Kay at the time. So she was like, I am going to show you the proper way to wear makeup and how to match your foundation. And so she really taught me like the proper way. I wasn't, you know, like putting on my Barbie's makeup or anything like she did it right. Um, so I thank her for that. So this is a day I'm going to put makeup on. This is um, how I put my makeup on every day. I, there is no variation to this other than Sometimes I will ma wear mascara and sometimes I will not. It just depends on how much time I have, what I feel like, who I'm going to see. Like, these are all things that, that you know, go into my makeup decisions. Also, a little bonus, since this is kind of like a visual topic, when this episode airs, I am going to have an IGTV of my process for you to watch. Yes, I will be sharing a video of me putting on my makeup. Still not a beauty blogger, by the way. So don't expect much. <laughs> okay, step one, apply toner. And I realize that it's been like 12 hours since I put toner on last. And you're probably thinking, girl, you washed your face already. But the toner like sets the tone for the base of the makeup. So I use toner again. And instead of putting moisturizer on and letting it sit, I actually combine it with my foundation. So I use a small little dab of foundation with a couple pumps of my CoverGirl True Blend foundation that 
is the only makeup I've ever worn that does not feel like I'm wearing makeup. And I am not even joking. I'm pretty sure there's like tons of makeups out there that don't feel heavy, but I have worn others and it feels like something's on your face. This feels like nothing is on your face. It's wonderful. So I rub it together and then I apply it on my face with my hands. Um, that way I can like get up to my hairline. I can get kind of around my eyes uh, where I need to like get into the little creases. And I've tried sponges and like blending brushes and stuff, but this just allows me to get into those spots. And then I just wash my hands with hot water and soap and I don't have to clean anything. I don't have to replace anything when it gets too junky or full of makeup. So that's the first step. The second step is mascara. And you're probably thinking to yourself, girl, that's backwards. And I do it backwards on purpose. And after this step, you're going to understand why. So yes, I understand that most people apply mascara at the very end, but I do it before any of my other eye makeup. Uh, and here's where we talk about where, what I use. I use Voluminous by L'Oreal, and I have literally used it since my senior year of high school, which was 1997. And I don't care. I've already told you my age. So <laughs> you can, I'm just preventing you from having to do the math. Um, no lie. Like a friend of mine used it and she's like, this is the best mascara. And I was like, and that was the time when the, the cover, I think it was CoverGirl Great Lash, like the pink and green mascara uh, wand was like the thing. And this was some really ugly gray tube with a gold handle. And it still looks that way. And it was not attractive and not fun, but it is the best mascara I've ever used. And I have dabbled in other brands, but this one wins every single time. And okay, so I use the one with the curved brush because it works best for like the shape of my eyes. My eyeballs like stick out a bit. They're like, my eyes are really round. <laughs> like I realize that how eyeballs are round. This is so, like an outsider would be like, really? This, these are the things you talk about? Anyway, the curved brush works the best for the shape of my eyes. But first, the secret weapon, and I get asked a lot about my lashes specifically, the secret weapon is primer. Well, the first secret weapon is voluminous mascara. The second is the voluminous primer. So that mascara makes a primer. And I learned about it only about three months ago from Merrick White. And I've been following her for like age and, ages and eons. Um, it's totally been a game changer for my lashes. So I am happy to say that my lashes are real. It's all the mascara. Um, and the fact that, you know, like I take care of my lashes by washing my face and keeping them healthy. I don't wear extensions. I tried the glue on fake ones, not for me. So I'm back to, back to the mascara. I only tried the fake ones once. It was just not for me. Okay. So apply the primer to clean lashes and you're going to build your lashes with the primer just like you would your regular mascara. It's just that it's white and so it looks weird and it, you feel really silly, um, but it totally works. And then you just, while the primer is still wet, I immediately apply the mascara because I don't want the primer to dry. Um, and you just apply the, your black or brown or whatever color you're using um, right on top of the primer. And the primer, it just like boosts and builds the lashes so that applying the mascara just goes on to the built up lash instead of having to use the mascara to build up the lash, which 
is kind of what causes like the clumpiness and the spider lashes that no, you know, we all deal with. <laughs> and it also keeps it from being too heavy because the primer is really light. Uh, so it's really nice. Okay, so I use this technique. I don't know where, I, I don't know if I learned it or just started doing it, but I put the um, mascara brush at the bottom base of my lashes and I move the brush horizontally side to side while going up the lash. So it's like you're making kind of like a zigzag with the lash. Much easier to see this in person, which is why I'm going to be showing you this. But if you're just listening to the podcast, I'm trying to be descriptive and trying to use my words well. So side to side while going up. So it kind of creates like um, a base and it just gets a little darker at the bottom. And then you're, you know, you're building on top of that. And what, however long you like your lashes, you can let them dry just a smidge and then kind of build up on the ends of the lashes. So just excellent coverage from the base of the lashes. And if you're watching this, you will see I make an absolute disaster on my lids from applying the mascara this way. But again, it's because my eyeballs like stick out. Like they just stick out. I can't avoid that. Um, but we'll clean that up later. It's all part of the process. And so thin la layer of mascara is all you need at this point. Bottom lashes. Um, I don't use the primer on the bottom. Um, and I just, again, do a thin layer on the bottom. Uh, and I make a mess down there too. All things you will see in the IGTV. In my normal process, after I finish my mascara, this is the point that I do my hair because I need the mascara to dry. And the reason is I'm going to use a wet Q-tip to clean off my lids. And if my lashes are wet, I run the risk of like the Q-tip dragging on the wet lashes and then them like squishing together. Or the worst thing is like when those clear strings of the Q-tip cotton get stuck in your eyeball and it is an absolute nightmare. So I wait for my lashes to dry completely. And now you understand why I have to apply my makeup or my mascara before any of the other eye makeup. Because if I had put on eyeliner and eyeshadow before, there's no way that I could get through this whole mascara process without having to redo all the eyeshadow. Because trust me, back in the day, that's what used to happen. And I would get so frustrated that I would have all this mascara smudging all over my eyeshadow. And I was like, well, why don't I just do it backwards? So that's what I do. That's why I do it in reverse. So let's pretend that I spent about 10 minutes on my hair and my mascara is dry. Step three is cleaning the lids. So hot water on a Q-tip works the best and I get both ends wet and I just gently remove it. And I try to leave a little tiny bit at the base of the top lid, which kind of acts like an eyeliner. Uh, if I want to add eyeliner to that at the end of this process, then I, I can. Um, but keeping a teeny little bit there in the on the base kind of gives you that look naturally without having to uh, spend time on eyeliner. And then I use a dry Q-tip to kind of clean off the wet access that's kind of left behind from that process. Step four is applying a bit more face makeup. So I use a CoverGirl Aqua Smoothers. It is like a cream to powder, but it doesn't really 
have a powder look at the end. So I do the aqua smoothers around on top of my lids, around my eyes, uh, really just to kind of even everything out between the process of putting on my foundation and now. I just kind of like there to be an overall even look. And then I apply a a pressed powder, also by CoverGirl. It is called Clean Powder. And that gives it more of a matte look because my skin gets kind of shiny with the foundations. So I just add a teeny tiny little bit of pressed powder. And then step four is brows and lids. So I use uh, a CoverGirl chocolates palette to fill in my brows. Uh, And because I was a teenager in the 90s and didn't listen to my mother, I have very thin brows and they need some help. And I've tried brow pencils. They're just too harsh. I don't like to draw on my brows, but they just need some like, they need, they need some help. (laughs) So I give them a little help. And eyeshadow for me, uh, works because it's, it's, it's soft. Like the lines are soft. And so I've been using eyeshadow on my brows for about 10 years and it's really wonderful. I just find shade that shades that match my hair color and I just build and shape them according to the natural shape and position. Um, and I just use a small angled brush for those. And then I use a light cream color on my lids. And my eyes are done. And that's it. If I want to add eyeliner, this is the point that I do it. Because I do not like the look of eyeshadow over eyeliner. I just feel like eyeliner is like should be crisp. And... um So that's why I add it last. And I use a liquid brush pen. Like for all of us uh, watercolorists or artists or anybody that's ever used a brush pen, it's really good. It's it's better than a pencil. The, um, The point always is consistent and it's amazing, Uh, super easy to apply. So I will, I haven't said this yet, but I'm going to have everything linked in my on my faves page if anybody wants to check any of these products out step five is i add a little bit of brush to my cheekbones i don't contour or any of that nonsense seriously i mean i don't even know how to do that um i just use a rosy pink color because it's the color my cheeks would turn if i got flushed naturally and i was always told that that's the correct color to use i like i have no research to back this up just that's just what I use. (laughs) And step six, the final step is lips. I wet the end of a Q-tip and clean the foundation and powder from my lips because I do actually like go over my lips when I'm applying all of the face makeup. So I basically clean off my lips so that they're fresh and don't have any makeup on them. And then I apply cherry chapstick. It's like it has a teeny tiny bit of color, like hardly any, but it just, and my, my natural, the natural color of my lips is kind of pink anyway. So it just kind of enhances that natural look, keeps my lips smooth because I hate dry lips. So I always have chapstick on. Um, I do have a couple of lipstick colors that I like to wear. One of them is a Revlon color called Pink Truffle. And it's from this Mrs. Maisel inspired color palette from Amazon. 
It's really fun. And then also I wear like a bright red if I'm feeling super retro. And then my makeup is done. I add my nose ring because, yes, it's still fake. And my necklaces, I'm ready to go. It seriously takes like 15 minutes. So easy. And like makeup should be fun. And dressing up can make us feel pretty and good about ourselves. And it doesn't have to take an hour. It doesn't have to make you look fake. Uh, the makeup I wear, it just enhances the features God gave me and absolutely makes me feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with using makeup to feel good and feel pretty like everybody wants and needs that. Um, having a routine for cleaning your face can make you feel just as confident when you have clear skin. It feels like smooth and clean and fresh. So I'm not like and I'm not pushing any of these products that I use, although, like I said, everything's linked. Um, just use what you have. The important thing is finding products that work for your skin type and sticking with the healthy cleaning routine because nobody wants dirty face. <laughs> nobody wants to go to bed with a dirty face. And everybody wants that clean, clear skin and to look and feel good. And I hope that you got something out of this episode. I feel like it's a little out of what I normally talk about, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I do love to talk about fashion and modest dressing and um, I show my face a lot on Instagram and this is usually what I'm wearing. So now my secrets are out and you all get to know about it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you guys soon. Hey babes, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder, we've got a few things going on and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at at RetroHipMama. And then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review, it would mean so much to me and I super appreciate you guys being here.